Now, who doesn't love a great conversation? Crystal Joy Campbell here. Thanks for joining me in Classical Matters. You know, I'm so excited. Today, I have a special guest who joins me in a casual conversation around classical education. You've likely heard of this homeschool mama before. She's a veteran homeschooler, a speaker, an author, and an encouraging voice in the sometimes misty woods of homeschooling. I don't want to give it away, but this Canadian mama has international reach, so stick around. This past weekend, I've had the privilege of being highlighted on the podcast, Make Joy Normal with Bonnie Landry. This isn't the first time we've jumped into great conversation. Our first conversation took place in Houston, Texas, at a conference we were both speaking at. Who knew that these two Canadian gals had to venture out of our own home country to cross paths? From our very first conversation, Bonnie and I connected on so many levels. We always have such fruitful conversations. And how fitting it is that our recent conversation from this past fall premiered on her podcast this past weekend. Because over here at Classical Matters, we have just started to unpack the idea of the art of dialectic, and conversation is an important part of that. As I mentioned in episode 15, the art of dialectic invites us to participate in conversation, debate, dialogue, as we order our thinking and work towards reasoning. It's really an entering into community to think things out or to talk things through. It encourages us to participate as listeners as well, active and thoughtful. And thinking and reasoning is dialogical before it's logical. And you know what? Bonnie is always so good with moving our conversations along toward deeper thinking and reasoning by way of questions. Here, have a listen. So just referring back to something you just mentioned, you know, this movement that happens, you know, parents want to impart education to their children and suddenly there's this sort of getting it done. I just need to get it done. We just need to get done. And the thing is, I've never met a soul in my life that goes into homeschooling with the ideas that, well, I, I want to homeschool and I just want to get it done. I just want to, you know, tick the boxes. That's Nobody does that. And so we all, in a sense, I think, are sort of classical educators at heart. We want to guide the child. We want to form the child. That's what our ideal is. And that's what the, a beautiful thing is. And we recognize that, but we get weighed down. What do you think it is that weighs parents down? How do we get to that place? Mm, that's a great question. I don't have all the answers, but I mm -hmm. do have um, the experience of my my own journey. Mm -hmm. And I found what weighed me down was putting into practices that I didn't understand why I was doing them. Right. So okay. whether it be teaching my child Latin or, you know, really fully understanding what, why am I doing history? Why am I doing this history? And mm -hmm. why am I doing it this way? Right? right? And so it's really, I said in one of my podcasts, we really have to try and understand the belief behind the action so that our actions mm -hmm. have more integrity. And mm -hmm. that's, that was kind of where I fell apart because I was doing all of these actions. I was doing all of these doing, checking the boxes, mm -hmm. making sure I was doing the proper curriculum. And it just didn't produce, we just didn't have a flourishing life. My, mm -hmm. my children were not flourishing as human beings. I had no joy and um, it was quite miserable. 
And so I had to ask myself, why, why? And if we can remember that it's for the transformation of souls. Yeah. Right. And And we have to think about that every day. We do. And then we have to go deeper, right? And this is one of the beautiful things about classical education is it calls us to pursue more and more and more truth. So we can start somewhere. We can pick anywhere to start. We can start with grammar and just say, okay, well, what do I know about grammar? Well, I know it's parts of speech and I know it's this, I know it's this. Mm -hmm. And then we can keep pursuing it and saying, well, there's got to be more to it. There's more, Mm -hmm. there's more. And it's true. Like, I'm taking a seminar right now on a book that deals with the trivium and I'm blown away at the the depth of thought and understanding that has already been done in regards to how best to educate the human being through classical education. And Mm -hmm. I don't know it all, but I I love this journey because we really are flourishing. We've really seen a transformation of souls in our family. That's beautiful. And it was interesting to sort of reflect back on uh, how, in a sense, where people wouldn't put me in the classical camp, how how very classical our education really was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what a lot of times we like to um, really formalize our definitions, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, we would say, well, this person is not doing a classical education or this curriculum is not classical. And sometimes we can do that because it is very anti-classical. But most of the time, if we go more to the understanding behind what classical education is, uh, the most curriculum can be very classical mm-hmm. in a lot of it's, ways. It depends on your attitude towards it, really, yeah. and the way and that we approach we teach. it. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and how we teach and how we educate. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Just on your comment on rhetoric and the sort of coming into this divine conversation, um, uh, Bishop Barron uses this term. I don't know if you are a Bishop Barron fan, but he uses these terms the ego drama and the theodrama and i think it sort of plays into this this idea of the divine conversation that the ego drama you know is is what is going on in our lives as it pertains to the world and as it pertains to our struggles and various other things but there's also the at the same time concurrently there's always the theodrama which is going on uh in our lives and in the lives of every person. So every person's experiencing this ego drama and also the theodrama, kind of the, the, the acting of God in our lives and the, the sort of eternal nature of, of uh, you know, or the omniscient nature of our life experience, right? And it's just such a, those terms really, I find really helpful because whenever I'm kind of wallowing in my own little, you know, whatever it is I'm dealing with, and if I can name that, like, okay, this is my ego drama, right? And there is a theodrama going on within this and outside of this and alongside of this. And I'm experiencing this thing, but it's singular to me and there is something much larger going on here. Right. And so our awareness of sort of that, you know, what, what you're calling a divine conversation is a great term that, you know, what is this life all about really? Right. And we can help, you know, so there's that, like those hooks, ego drama and theodrama are really helpful for me Mm -hmm. to, to remember what my daily life is all about. 
Yeah. And, you know, that's so fascinating because as, you know, as human beings, as, you know, the, the, you know, human species, <laughs> we have this very unique nature where we stand in these two worlds, right? Mm-hmm. And we stand in this world of matter and of, of actual, you know, physical things. And yes. yet we also stand in this world of, of God, <laughs> Right? Oh, it sends chills down my spine. And it's so fascinating because it's it's when we actually, you know, believe what we profess that we are a unified being mm-hmm. and our actions follow that through the way that we teach, through the way the curriculum that we use and how we use it, how we, you know, uh, talk about the unification of all things. Mm -hmm. And all of this stuff really helps us to be more fully human. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so beautiful about classical education is that it really allows us to, um, to continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper and further and further and further. Where I think progressive education you get to grade 12 or you've done your university and you're done. You're adulting mm-hmm. now and you're just doing this thing, adulting, right? And and you're not really flourishing anymore as a human being. You're just existing in this matter world, mm-hmm. you know? And so it, I, I'm very hopeful in classical education. I know it's transformed my life and I can see yeah. it happening in my kids. You know? yeah. yeah, such mm-hmm. a beautiful gift you're giving them. Uh, yeah, I, I always think too, like we, we have to have our, in living in the two worlds, in a sense, the world of the, you know, our, our earthly reality and the, and the world of heaven and our, our ultimate path there, you know, feet on the ground, eyes on heaven. And it's so hard to do that. It's so hard to do that, to think, okay, I'm grounded in this world. But it really, if we think that way, feet on the ground, eyes on heaven, ego drama, theodrama, divine conversation, if we think that way, it helps us, I think, to be to grow as Christians in our parenting and our interactions with our children. It's very easy to think this child is just bugging me and I'm just going to yell at them or I'm going to send them to the room or whatever. In our interactions with other human beings, if we recognize that there is life is unfolding both the spirit in the spiritual sense and in the physical temporal sense, life is unfolding and I'm just part of it, right? Both those things that, that I think it helps us to be the parents that we really want to be. Cause that's our big struggle in life, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how do I be the parent that I want to be, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And how, how do I, um, how do, how do I be the Bonnie I want to be? How do I be mm-hmm. the crystal that I was created to mm-hmm. be, right? Because I'm not just a parent. I will mm-hmm. always be a parent, but that that um, role really changes as they mature, as the kids mature. And you've experienced that, Bonnie, with having mm-hmm. adult children mm-hmm. and what changes in that relationship. And if we're as, you know, Bonnie as a person or Crystal as a person, because I have one who's just about 18 graduating and if I don't change with that child who's, you know, emer- who's an emerging adult, mm-hmm. then the relationship won't change, right? Absolutely. And then, and then I've lost my child. I've yeah. lost that relationship. Right? Exactly. The relationship has to trump everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As our relationship with God does, as we walk through this, this world, you know, there are things we want or things we desire or things we hate about our life or whatever. But ultimately, if we, we have to keep our eyes on that relationship as well. So 
I want to just talk about the little course that we did together. I've actually had mm-hmm. several people contact me and say, would you be redoing that? And, and I think that way we should look to that in the new year, sort mm-hmm. of redoing that four-part course. Three-part three part course? It was three-part, part, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it was a small group. We were, I can't remember, 12 people or something like yeah. that. on classical education and sort of from your perspective, the why, and from my perspective, the how, but of course it was overlap in our, in our roles, but for my part, it was sort of how do we, how does this play out? How has this played out in our family life over these, you know, 30 something years of homeschooling? And I think that what made that really work was the fact that People could see sort of the practical application of it, which is not what you really expect. I think we think classical education, we think heady, heavy, academically oriented. Um, and I've always, my, my line has always been academics grows from love. That's, you know, the desire to learn, the desire to know grows from love. And you can't flip that around, right? It has to be love first. And if you try to flip it around, academia becomes too top heavy. It's like a, it's false in a sense, right? Because knowing has to come from love. And so, uh, do you want to just sort of go over that course in the in the event that I don't know if you have interest in doing it, but I know mm-hmm. our listeners do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Talk about the course a little bit, um, just briefly, about what we covered, so that people get a sense of it. If if there's interest, people can email me, and we can sort of set something up for the new year or something like that. Perfect. Yeah. So basically what we were doing is we were taking one aspect of the roadmap of classical education, which is called the trivium. And the trivium is made up of grammar, logic, and rhetoric. And so what we did is we did a deep dive in each session into one of these parts of the trivium. And I, and yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I thought so too. Yeah. So that would be uh, so please email me or Crystal if you're interested in, in that course, because we could run that again. It was very, it was really enjoyable. It was a lovely group of moms and, and uh, I think we all benefited. I wanted to end off with, um, with your thoughts on something, going back to the very beginning of what classical education is, you know, the flourishing of souls. It's such a beautiful phrase to keep in our mind. It's something, honestly, mm-hmm. we should say to ourselves every day, what am I doing? I'm helping souls to flourish. That's what I'm doing, right? If you don't, even if you don't think of yourself as a classical educator, that is what you're doing as a parent. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I think just having that phrase in our brains is just really powerful. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the your sort of best piece of advice you would give to parents on how you can help flourish those souls, how you can mm-hmm. implement that idea at some very basic level, something you do during your day or something as mm-hmm. a way that you think? What, what would be your number one piece of advice? Well, I'm going to I'm going to go heady and then I'm going to bring it to practical. I'm going to go a bit intellectual okay. and then bring it down to the ground. So what I would say is um, if what we're trying to do in any form of education is to flourish the human person. We need to know what the human person is, who the human Mm -hmm. person is and how is the best way to do that. Now we're not going to be able to do that in five minutes. It's not even going to be done in a lifetime, but what we can do is we can not reinvent the wheel. So the beautiful thing about classical education is they have this tried, tested and true wheel that we can jump on Mm -hmm. at almost any place. One of the best places to jump on is what uh, they coin, what is coined as musical education. And so an education Mm -hmm. by the muses. And what that does is it very gently 
teaches us or reveals to us the human person and reality. So the muses are, uh, they're in Greek myth, but they, they presided over arts. So they presided over poetry and song and dance and um, two that were, that are really interesting. Um, they presided over astronomy, right? So stargazing. And, um, and so what, mm. what's so great about that are these are things that we don't have to do. We just have to be in. So if, if we mm -hmm. want to flourish our children, mm -hmm. flourish the human person, we need to be able to wonder. And so crack open a poetry book, sing a song, put on a song that you can mm -hmm. jive to and dance around to, do something beautiful with your movement, um, go out stargazing. That is one of the best mm -hmm. places to start because what happens is we have a shift in our heart towards wonder. And even though the muses won't ever say a human being mm -hmm. is X, Y, Z, you know, a human being does this, 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 they won't ever do that. Mm -hmm. They don't preach. They don't teach. What they do is they reveal. Right. And then what happens is our hearts move, our children's hearts move mm -hmm. and we become more human. And the best way for us to understand you, the first step, I guess, to understanding what a human being is, is to be more human. Don't stress mamas, like really like crack open those poetry books. Don't ask questions about the poetry. Don't say, well, what do you think this means? Just say, mm -hmm. I wonder, I wonder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, that's mm -hmm. lovely, Crystal. Thank you. This is fantastic. Thank you again. I'm very excited. I'm going to remind my listeners again to go have a listen to your podcast. Um, I think it's just really, really well done. And I think that they will really gain from it as well. So thank you so much for joining me. And well, there you go. I always have such a great time having conversations with Bonnie. If you want to check out the full episode, you can jump to episode 17 here at Classical Matters and take a jump over to Make Joy Normal with Bonnie Landry. See you next time.